stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the door. Stay, 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 stay clear of the door. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA. Welcome to the Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and this is episode number 165 of the Morning Monorail Podcast. We've been doing this a long time, guys. Holy crap. Why are you still listening to us? It is July 26th, 2021, and we are back again with another week of Walt Disney World News, another week of a mystery segment. What could it be? Do you think it's Fast Pass Standby Snack? But no, it's not that because we didn't ask you any questions. It must be something else. But before we get into all that, I have to welcome in my co-host. I mean, you know that... I always say, I always have this grand introduction for my co-host, tell you all these great things about him. I, I don't know what else to say uh, about him except for he's not here today. So, standing in for the one and only Land of the Dawes Dawn, we have the Epic. I think Epic is appropriate based on, you know, where her passions lie. The Epic, the Ubiquitous, Steffers. Hey, Steffers. Hello. Hello. I can't even spell ubiquitous. I, but, hope, uh, I hope it's appropriate. I I got to look it up. I don't good, even know the definition. I think it's a good word. I, I use words sometimes that I'm like, I'm pretty sure that I've heard this used and I think that it's good. Uh, ubiquitous means present, appearing, or found everywhere. <laughs> Which it's is appropriate. It it's is. Fine. It's appropriate. You know because- what? That must uh-huh. have been in my subconscious because mm-hmm. you really are ubiquitous. I mean, you show up here on the morning monorail. You show up on Theme Park Thursday live with the Dillos. Standing in for both Frank and Jen. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to start charging you guys for all this. <laughs> Please all don't. All this uh, freelance work that I, I do. Please don't. We have no money. No money at all. That's okay. It's, I'll just take Landon's spot because the Poochie era is over. It's ended. It's done. It's ended. It's done. People filled by more attractive people like myself. (laughs) Is Landon in the penalty box? Uh, Possibly. Um, You know he likes to act up. Uh, You may have seen that he was absent from the Parks and Monorail show this past week. He also Mm -hmm. he also didn't show up for the live Q and A for our Silver and Gold Patreons. Um, So. I mean, speculation, I'm going to let you all run wild with the speculation on what's going on with Landon because, you know, I, I just feel like it's better to, to let you imagine, let your little hearts, you know, your little brains go crazy with it. And uh, I don't know, hearts and brains. I don't know what I'm talking about, guys, but I'll tell you what we're going to do now. We are going to start talking about some Disney news. Oh, yes. News. Let's do it. Yeah. Before we get there, I do want to do this because I almost forgot it last week. We have a new patron, a brand new patron this week. Whoop, whoop. 
I like it when people decide to join, like when they know, like, oh, it seems like the it's slowing down a little bit. I'm going to join this week, and I'm going to be the only Patreon to get a shout out, and uh, that's a wise move. It's a wise move. You get the spotlight. So this week it's Mark Bradshaw. Mark, welcome to the Morning Monorail Patreon family. We're so happy you're here. We really appreciate you. And uh, this show is dedicated to you, Mark. Yep, you're our favorite member of the Monorail family, Mark. Welcome. (laughs) Congratulations. That's your first ever award as a member of the Monorail family. We also have t-shirts. If you want to check out Morning Monorail on TeePublic, you can can rep the shirt. That's true. Tell everyone. That's Mm -hmm. true. And if you watch, uh, you'll probably find out there's going to be a discount at some point. Uh, You know, Labor Day's coming up. That's that may be the next big discount on T Public, but you know that that's going to be a special price just for the favorite members of the Monorail family. Watch for it. Correct. You can get that T-shirt and wear it. Steffers designed that logo, by the way. I mean, show her some love by buying the T-shirt. I mean, really, it it was just your logo, but it's fine. I'll take the credit. We're <laughs> fine. We're all friends here. If you hadn't done it, that shirt wouldn't be on the T Public. So that's also true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving credit where credit is due. Hey, Steffers, mm-hmm. I, I yep. wanted I wanted to let you know that I was actually in the most magical place on earth this past week. Of course, sure. I was. I got to hang out with our mutual friend Adam. Oh, Adam. Yeah, I, lo- I love Adam, but I'm always waiting for him. We are always hashtag waiting for Adam, and I indeed was in Disney's Hollywood Studios because Adam was with another party. And uh, so I had to fill some time. I managed to do so by getting some tasty beverages and wandering around Hollywood Studios um, on my own and uh, while I was waiting on him. But then once we linked up, we went over to Docking Bay 7. I was really excited. He threw out the idea of, hey, let's go get some food. And this, oh, side note, this was after a pop-up thunderstorm I was totally unprepared for. So I mean, it's Florida, so you would think you're prepared for these things. Yeah, you would think that a local would be a little smarter about such things. I thought I had time to get to shelter. I did not, and I ended up getting drenched. I was the soakedest that I think that I've been in a Disney park. Like it rivaled. There was one time when I was in Epcot that I got almost as wet as this, but I was wearing my Crocs. So the feet stayed pretty dry. In this case, I was not wearing my Crocs. The feet got soaked, and that is miserable. When you're soaked, when your socks are soaked, that's a bad way to be. When your socks are soaked, and then when you're wearing jean shorts, and then the jean shorts get soaked, and you gotta, ladies, you know what I'm talking about, and you gotta walk <laughs> the park. Let me tell you. Ladies, you know what she's talking about. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's bad. So I was really drenched, and I was trying to dry off. Adam texted, and he was like, hey, are you hungry? I'm always hungry. You don't have to ask. Same. So we made a plan to go to Docking Bay 7, and I was super excited to do it because, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, there were some new items on the menu at Docking Bay 7. Now, I don't know how you feel about the food in Galaxy's Edge, Steffers, but I feel like it's hard to go wrong. I mean, I know milk, the milk is divisive. The blue and green milk. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people like one and hate the other. Oh, Jackson wouldn't even try the milk. <laughs> he didn't even try the milk. And I was like, but but this one tastes like this and this one tastes like that. And he was like, 
was that supposed to sell me on it? And I said, never mind. We'll ne- next time we'll do that. Next time. I mean, he's not alone. Some be- like some people it just why would I drink milk on a hot day? It doesn't really make sense. Um but the food is very very consistently good. I don't care whether you're talking Ronto wraps or any of the dishes at Docking Bay 7 or even the little snacks that you can get in the market. I love it all. I celebrate the entire catalog. So I was excited when Docking Bay 7 announced new dishes because I knew that I'd love it. So one of the things on the menu was the Pirjanand. I don't know if you say it that way. Pirjanand hot chicken tip yip. And okay, just, just tip yip. I don't. It's the hot chicken. First word. It's yeah, the hot yeah, yeah. That first word is hmm, questionable. Well, being that I am originally a Tennessee boy and hot chicken originates from Nashville. I decided, well, I've got to do my duty and try this hot chicken. And I indeed did. Let me describe this for those of you who may not have seen the menu. This is crispy chicken glazed in a spicy chipotle sauce served with white rice and a relish of sweet corn, shishito peppers, jacama. Is it is it jacama? I don't know what no. that is. Yakama? Yakama? Hikama? Yakama. You think? Mm, there's the... Now I'm doubting my pronunciation. I don't know. Plantains and cilantro. Um, sounded great to me, and I'm happy to report it was delicious. But here's something... Hickama. Hick- it's hickama. hickama. Okay. Hickama. Here's something I would tell you about this dish. Portion was a little smaller than I expected it to be. I feel like in the past, the things that I've gotten from Docking Bay 7, the portions have been pretty large. This was somewhat small. So, um, I took a picture of it. I don't think I've put it on social media. I, I sent it in a text to a couple you sent people. sent it in a text. You, you, yeah. Uh, but I have not shared it on social media, so I need to do that this week. But it was good. I wish that there was more of the chicken. Um, the, the relish was fine, and the white rice was just white rice. rice. But it didn't taste like Nashville hot chicken, I can tell you that, for one. I like a chipotle sauce. I think it was smoky and delicious. Um, and, you know, if you want something a little bit spicy when you go to Docking Bay 7, I recommend it. It was good. So, don't sleep on it. Based off of your photo, I will say, portion-wise, yeah. it does not look like it's worth the $15 that you paid. Yeah, it's fifteen fifty. Yeah. That, uh... Give me, give me, like, two more little chicken, chicken wing thingies. Just at least... Give me some more rice. They, they didn't even... There's a bare spot in this photo. Yeah. Bare spot. Yes. Shameful. I know. It was a little disappointing. Um, And it's mostly just because, like I said, prior trips to Docking Bay 7, I've gotten larger portions. But I don't know. For, for other people, it might have been just the right amount. I don't know if four pieces of chicken would have been too much. Three probably would have done it for me. If I'd gotten three, I think I would have been okay. But it's fine. It's all fine. It's still tasty. And I still recommend... Docking Bay 7. Don't overlook it. Don't be intimidated by the weird names of food. It's all very good. Support your Star Wars eateries. Yes, Jackson. Support your Star Wars eateries (laughs) and eat the weird sounding food. (laughs) Ronto reps, you can't go wrong. So if you if you are doubting Docking Bay 7, you go Ronto rep. And then you're fine. I'll tell him. Okay. All right. That'll do it for a weekend roundup, even though that was Monday. 
Let's get into the brand new news from the week that was. We're going to start with this one. And the reason I picked this one to start with was because I was scooped on this particular article. I, I really need to start trusting my instincts when I'm in the park. Because there are times that I notice things and I'm like, I should tweet about this or post it on Facebook. And I'm like, no, maybe this has been going on. I just didn't notice it. So I question myself, and then the next day I look back and it's an article on all the Disney websites that this is a new thing. So I saw it, and I should have trusted myself. But anyway, as of Monday, when I was in the park, they are now posting times on, if you've got the the boards around the parks, the digital boards that show you wait times, and also in the My Disney Experience app, they are posting times for the character Cavalcades. Hmm. Are they doing it like uh, there's like different ones? Yeah. Do they list the different they ones? They specify. Yes. Oh. So like at Hollywood Studios, there's the Pixar one, there's the Mickey and Friends, and they do post the times for the specific cavalcades. So that so is very interesting. They don't care about crowding no more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So the whole idea when they introduced the character cavalcades was they weren't going to tell anybody when they were doing it. It was a random thing because they were trying to promote social distancing they didn't want people gathering up like they did for parades. Now they're totally cool posting it. So that that's the question that I posed in the Facebook group when I shared when I did share this, which was, does it mean that parades are imminent? Are we getting parades back soon? I mean, I don't what's the difference at this point, honestly. I'm more worried about or not worried about. I'm more wanting meet and greets back. Yeah. Come on, people. Just just let me hug them. Well, maybe not hug them. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to take a picture. Even put a tape on the floor and let me, like, selfie it, maybe, or, like, photo pass. Just, I miss Mulan. Yeah. It would be nice to get the interactions back. I, I do think the issue might be they don't, they still don't really want to do physical contact. So, that's probably what's holding it back. But like you said make an X on the floor, have the character stand there and at least be able to interact with them. I mean, Elsa has been like meeting outside in Norway, talking to people and Mary Poppins. You could go talk to her in the UK. If you can do that kind of thing, you're just a step away from just bringing back meet and greets. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring up the, the other park, but I'm going to bring up the other park. Cause it's me <laughs> do it. it in December. The masks were still a thing, but they did have a socially distant meet and greet with the Grinch. And like he stood a little bit further back from you. He let you take a selfie with your phone and you got a photo, like a few photo pass photos. Yeah. Just saying, Disney. No, they've been doing it for a while. I mean, I saw the last time I was at Universal, I saw a bit like Betty Boop and Popeye. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can meet Bumblebee and... Um, Optimus Prime, Megatron, like they've been doing that. They've been doing the blue meet and greet. This has been going on for a while at Universal. So yeah, yeah. And I do know that they're doing the people like behind the the fencing and stuff. Like cool, but come on, Pat. Oh yeah, Patrick and and SpongeBob and uh, Squidward. They've been out too. So (laughs) yeah, I think it's time to. I don't know. I. I think that by the time we get to the 50th, I just have a feeling by that time, character meet and greets have to be back. And hopefully parades are back by that time. 
I saw some people that were a little bit worried that maybe this is a sign in a different direction and that cavalcades are here to stay. That's okay with me as long as they still also bring back like a parade, like a good parade. And I want yeah. a nighttime parade in the Magic Kingdom. Wow. He's very adamant about this. I am. I'm sick of not having one. It's not fair. Wow. I mean, it's the best part. Well, yeah. not the best part, but like, you know, nighttime is always better yes. in my opinion. Oh, yeah. For a parade, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to stand there baking in the sun at the three o'clock parade. I just don't. Even though I love the Festival of Fantasy Parade, I love to see the Maleficent steampunk dragon come out there blowing fire. It's very cool. Not catching on fire, but blowing fire. Not catching on fire, blowing fire. Yeah. I just want parades back. I, I don't know. I, like I said, like we have been saying, if, if if there are times posted, you're still letting people gather up, get ready for the, Like, what's the difference? So just freaking do it. And Happily Ever After's back. Or, hmm, uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, fireworks are back. So people are already crowding to wait. Like, I saw people oh waiting God. like two hours before yes. the showtime. It's true. You could have put a parade through that two hour window. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, there is no social distancing in the hub when it comes time for Happily Ever After. I mean, that's a thing long in the past at this point. Um, but you know what? The, the the lack of social distancing has allowed. It has allowed opening up more restaurants, more lounges. And a big oh, one good. came back this past week. Trader it did, Sam's. I saw. Yeah, Trader Sam's is back. Never been. You've never been. I've never been, and uh, I'm going to leave it as I've never been. But I did is see because, everyone line up. Is it because you it, just, like, you haven't wanted to wait wait for it? Like, you didn't want to waste time? Uh, no. Or you're just I not just that interested? I just didn't, I didn't know it was a, a, a big thing to do until I met you guys. And then, of course, it's been closed because yeah. COVID. So, you know, December when I come back. Yes. Absolutely, we should do it. Um, for those who may not be aware, like Steffers, Trader Sam's is a special kind of place. It's a place where you can go and get tiki drinks. And if you've never been there before, it's quite an experience. They, Depending on what you order, there are all sorts of things that will happen in the restaurant around you. Um, like... It's crazy stuff. Like if you order uh, a certain drink, you know, the, they might come out and like spray you with a, a squirt bottle or spray the whole room with a squirt bottle and and uh, while yelling stuff. I don't know. It's what I'm trying to say is it's very interactive. A interactive. Lo- yes, a lot yes. of things. A lot of things happen. There are bar stools that some of them, like if you sit on them, they gradually like lower down. Like without you maybe realizing until the point where you're like eye level with the bar. And it's supposed to happen that way? (laughs) Yes. Okay. It's a bit of a prank. Um, It's fun. And it's very themed. You've got like if you imagine what it's like inside the tiki room where you look out the windows and you can see like Hawaiian islands and oceans and volcanoes. Like it's like that. And uh, it's a good time. It's loud in there. If you like a like a loud active environment. That's the place. If you don't, if you don't, if that's something that maybe you'd feel uncomfortable, then maybe you don't. You could go sit on the terrace because the terrace is open again, too. And you can order the Trader Sam's drinks on the terrace outside. They just don't do all the fun stuff outside. No, you got to you got to do the fun stuff. Yeah. Looks cool. Haven't been. We'll go. 
I want to be there when you go. I mean, December. We'll we, talk. We need to get enough people together to order the Nautilus. Um, and then it's, I want it's that Nautilus. Like, it's like three and a half people, not enough? Or I think we. Maybe? I think three and a half is probably enough. Like if one of them, if one of them is Skipper Bob. Oh well, he could probably order a Nautilus himself. <laughs> that's that's really what I was talking about. I'm the half. <laughs> yeah, Skipper Bob could handle that one on his own. I'm sure. But wow, looks good. But Sounds yeah, good. I want the I want the mug. I want to bring home the Nautilus. What if I wanted the mug? Well, I guess we're gonna have to do two. So Skipper Bob. You better start getting into shape. <laughs> You're going to have to really uh, pull your weight on that one. Mm-hmm. But Twice. Tw- two, ti- two times. But yeah, it'll be fun uh, whenever we get to go back in there. And I'm, I'm happy it's open. The, the one at Disneyland opened weeks ago. So I was very curious what was going on here. I'm definitely glad it's back. I mean, someone said he wins the race in terms of Walt Disney World stuff. I guess. Mm-hmm. And speaking of things coming back, we've got some live entertainment coming back. Very excited for some of this, and I hope that it just means even more is going to keep coming. But to begin with, over at Hollywood Studios, starting on August 1st, Firth, that's easy for me to say, the, one, <laughs> the wonderful world of animation will be back to the park after dark. And on August 15th, Beauty and the Beast live on stage returns to the Theater of the Stars on Sunset Boulevard. I'm excited about that because I actually really like that Beauty and the Beast show. And right now, Hollywood Studios doesn't have a uh, After Dark show. So, because Fantasmic's not back yet. Let's not talk about. I know. Tragic. It's gonna come back. People are so mm-hmm. people are so worried that like Fantasmic is is done, and I I don't think that's the case at all. I I think they're doing some upgrades to the the theater. Backstage, on stage, whatever it may be, I think Fantasmic will be fine, and maybe that's another thing we'll get maybe by the fiftieth. But for now, we've got these two things to look for. Have you ever seen the Beauty and the Beast show? No, it's good. I mean, we I don't know. do a lot of shows. When I was going to say, yeah, I know that you're more like go go go. The shows are kind of a waste of time. I will. Well, it's not that they're a waste of time. There's just other things we would rather be doing in the short span of time where we go. However, I have stopped into that animation short Mm -hmm. thing attraction. Okay. That's what it's called. Um, And that's pretty much the only quote unquote show that I've seen. You're talking about the Mickey short? Sure. Theater. Yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. like the summer vacation kind of thing. Yeah. Where is they like what rotate talking? what they show. No, no. Right? You're, that's at Epcot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. I was, th- I, I thought we were still in Hollywood studios. So you're, you're talking about the Pixar animation short thing. Yes. That had the little bird, right. the little bird. Runs yes. The yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, studios, I've seen nothing. Let's be honest. I've just, I have nothing. Absolutely. Nothing. <laughs> have you never even seen Indiana Jones? Oh my no. gosh, Steffers. <laughs> sorry. That's so that sorry. classic Hollywood Studios. Um, that one we still don't have a date for, so I, I think that it'll come back too because it's just such a big theater. It's it's a definitely the definition of a people eater, and they need it since the crowds have returned to the parks. But it sounds like fear factor, like yeah. equivalent. Oh yeah, yes, for sure. 
So they need it in the park. They need it running. They need people to be going to that show because uh, otherwise they're standing around in Galaxy's Edge and they won't get out of my way. Uh-huh. They got to do that. I got stuff to do in Galaxy's Edge, so. Yeah. Uh, and they're and they're causing the line for Smuggler's Run to be like 110 minutes. And let's be honest, not worth it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Over in Magic Kingdom, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor is coming back on August 8th. I've done that. Oh, nice. It's good. <laughs> done it. It's a very nice air conditioning, and it's it's like cute mm-hmm. in like a, this is ridiculous in a funny way. Like, I still yeah. laugh, but it's ridiculous. It's great. Do it's, it. It's silly. It changes every mm-hmm. time because it is actually a live performance. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And that's cool. Um, I have been that guy, just to remind you all. I was lucky enough to be that guy. The, one of the last times I went to the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. I've got the sticker to prove it. So go ahead and be jealous. But yes, I, I think people overlook it. I think we were talking about like underrated attractions on the Q&A. To me, this is something that's underrated. People just don't don't think about it. And uh, I think they should. Now, here's something I've never done. Turtle Talk with Crush is going to reopen in Epcot at the Seas with Nemo and Friends on August 21st. Never done it. I think I've done it when I when I was a younger youth than I currently am. Um, I can't remember the content, but it was cute. I like going in into like the Nemo areas. I just like the aquatic type yeah. stuff, underwater vibes. The aquarium's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. It's an aquarium, but it's a Mickey aquarium. That makes it better. Anything Mickey makes everything better. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool. And by the way, if you haven't, I, I talk a lot of smack about the seas with mm-hmm. Nemo and friends, the ride, the, the oh. not the aquarium, but the ride. Cause mm-hmm. I just, if I were going to make a list of my favorite attractions, top to bottom, this would not be on the list. If I was going to make a list of my least favorite, this would be the last on that list. Probably. Um, however, the the projection of the the Nemo Pixar fishes swimming in the aquarium is good. It's a good effect. It looks good, and I'll give them credit for that. It still looks good. Kind of give credit where credit is due, sir. I think so. But yeah, I don't know if I've even. I don't. It's been a very long time since I've been anywhere really in that area. So I'll have to stop by again. You're never going to have to wait. It's usually like a walk on. If, if you have to wait, don't do it. <laughs> but, but if the wait is like 15 minutes or less, go ride those little clamshells. And, uh, I think that for a walk on, it's absolutely worth your time, uh, to do it. If you have to wait a long time, not really worth it. Just go to the back door, go to the aquarium and it's fine. Okay. I would say that the aquarium is a fan favorite. And mm-hmm. I'm using that phrase to segue to my next article on the list. Uh-huh. He's really... That was a real segue. <laughs> um, as of July 26th, the Cheshire Cat Cafe in the Magic Kingdom is reopening. Oh, yes. And that's like today. While you're listening to this, it's open. It's open today. Yeah. I don't know why they pick a Monday. Why not do it on the weekend? But sure. Because they got a... There's a lot of things that go into food preparation, okay? Like weekends when it's super busy. Maybe no. 
try it slow and steady. Give them the week to reopen and get their wheels. What? Grease their wheels? I don't know what the word, the saying is. It's fine. I, I feel like grease the wheels is fine. Mm-hmm. If they want to grease the wheels during the week so they can get ready for the weekend. I mean, it's going to be busy every single day uh, right Correct. now. It's summertime. <laughs> so, but, and people do, they love this place. Now the Cheshire cattail is the hot item here. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. And while it was closed, you could get it from cosmic rays, which I did. Uh, it was the first time I ever had it just recently. If you never I got it from the lunch, lunch, the pad, the lunching pad. Oh, they had it there? I believe so, yeah, because I got it right before we went on uh, that ride. Okay. On on Mm -hmm. the people mover? Yes, thank you. Okay. (laughs) Uh, That's funny because I ate one right before riding the people mover as well. Um, My thoughts on the Cheshire Cattail were people had told me it wasn't that great. They were like, it's kind of overblown. It's a little bit overrated. I actually really liked it. I thought it tasted to me like a chocolate croissant. Um, with with just some extra icing on top, so that is exactly how I described it. Yeah, and uh, the line for the people mover was ever growing, so I shoved about half of it in my mouth, <laughs> and then I was like, I don't know if this is worth like the money that I paid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things where yeah. I think it would be like an every other trip thing. I don't think it's a staple snack. Yeah, okay. many people will disagree. That's my hot take. Well, okay. Here, here's what I would say to that. If you were looking for like a breakfast pastry and you didn't want to deal with the chaos that is the Main Street yes. Bakery, one hundred percent. Yeah, you could skip the Starbucks and go over, get you a Cheshire Cattail and a coffee, and probably you're in good shape. Go to Joffrey's, or you can get, or you can get a Nutella fruit waffle. Yeah, you could do that too. Uh, over there at uh, the Sleepy Hollow. Hmm. Those are good too. Well, it's a little more involved. There, you can't really. Uh, yeah. You can't eat and go with. You can't the eat waffle. and go with the waffle. Yeah, that's a sit down. Mm-hmm. However, I think the cattail is a little more mobile. So it is. Yeah. So those are your op- those are your options, people. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. I keep talking about how we're kind of building up to this big 50th anniversary and we hit another milestone just this past week, which was they finished off the decorations on Cinderella's castle by adding the 50th anniversary crest onto Cinderella castle overnight. So if you woke up Friday morning, you went into the park, you would have seen it. And now the castle has 113 pieces of 50th anniversary decor. And I got to tell you, I think it looks great. I love all of the little embellishments that they added to the castle. I think it's very, very nice. I um, was very pro OG castle mm-hmm. prior to the paint job. Mm-hmm. But I think the 50th um, embellishments mm-hmm. make the paint job like really adds to it. I yes. think it all meshes well. So, you know, props to Disney for that kind of creative thinking. I will say, not sure why you wouldn't wait till like maybe the end of August <laughs> because August is like peak hurricane rainy time. But you do your thing, Disney. Oh, I don't think those things are going to... It's not like they just put them mm. out there with duct tape. I mean, <laughs> they're going to be mm. okay. The, the ribbons are not made of ribbon material. Something fell like a... F- 
month yeah, or two. Yeah, I know, ago. I know, but you know, things like that. You know, it's it's kind of a one off. I I I just don't think that this particular thing because it's over a space where like if you were walking into the castle it could fall on your head it's right i didn't want to think about that they, I, I wasn't trying to think about that they, they put it right over the clock which i was gonna like come in and pretend that i was really upset that they blocked the clock and now how am i gonna know what time it is when i'm in magic kingdom but i really don't care let's be honest it's magic time it's, ma- it's all you need to know it's magic time <laughs> <laughs> it does look great though um they posted a video on social media mm-hmm. of it really close up and kind of the process but i really enjoyed like how it lo- like you can really tell that they took their yeah. sweet time you know creative creative time and it came out really well yeah really good. i like what you said about how it feels like the paint job and the embellishments like complement each other i totally agree mm-hmm. with that and, and it kind of makes me wonder if that was the reasoning behind the paint job. They were like, hey, we want to add these things and once these, you know, additional decorations get added to the castle, it's all going to mesh really well together. People didn't love the paint job. I actually thought it looked nice. I mean, if you... I I didn't. I I know. And, And you weren't by yourself. There were a lot of people who didn't like it. If you look back at pictures, like right before they did the paint job, the castle looked kind of dingy. Like especially, yeah. especially the turrets, the blue turrets, they were very faded. It needed attention for sure. Did it need to go pink? I don't know, but I'm fine with it. I thought it looked nice. It was almost like a rose gold kind of a, a color. But yeah, now that it's complete, looks great. It's very pretty. And one cool thing about it is like when they do the projections for Happily Ever After, you can't tell anyway. Like it doesn't look like it's changed because all you can see is the projections. Um, I, I'm rolling my eyes at you because I because I'm just rolling my eyes at you. You know why? You know why? I will say all blue would not have worked with. It just would have been yeah. way too much. It would have washed each other out. So I think it was definitely um that, that I think they planned ahead and they definitely were like, we're gonna do this because this is the idea we have. Yeah. I wonder how right long now. they'll leave those decorations. I mean, I, I'm sure they'll leave them up for this. The, the 50th celebration goes for 18 months. I'm sure they're going to leave it up that entire time. But I just wonder, will they take down all of those decorations right at that 18th month mark? Or would they just take like the 50th off and maybe leave some of the other stuff? I don't know. I guess it depends on how they hold up for the next 18 months or the yeah. 20 months or whatever we have ahead of us. I like the little banner Little banner thingies. Mm-hmm. I like those. I think they should leave those. Yeah. Just leave them. Yeah. I honestly, I'd be fine if they left all of them. It's it's crazy because like you know, I'd feel totally different about this as compared to how I felt about when they turned the cake into a castle. No, I I liked vice versa. Turn the castle to a cake. Um, I liked that, but I wasn't really here for that in in a general sense. Um, but I hear very strong opinions of that as well. Yeah. The merch was cute, in my opinion. It was. That I'll agree with. I just, I totally see the side of people who are like, what if this was like your once in a lifetime trip to Disney and the the castle is a cake? A pink cake. You go there to celebrate your birthday and then it's like <laughs> the castle is your present. Come on, guys. I Improvise. Guess. I guess so. It's not. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. What? Never mind. I looked at a photo of the. I looked at a real time photo of the cake. 
Yeah, it looks like straight out of Candyland. It was. Never yeah. mind. I'm so sorry, guys, if you went to this. <laughs> it was rough. It, what a bold decision. This was almost like a barge-level decision. However, the cake castle was temporary. Um, you know, nowadays everything's temporary, ain't it? Oh, <laughs> well, it's interesting you should say that. Because mm. that shall lead us to our last piece of news for the day. <sighs> yes, take a deep breath. Get yourself ready. Because Disney officially set closing dates for two firework shows. One of them is Epcot Forever, which we knew was only coming back temporarily. Epcot Forever 2.0 temporary, leaving as soon as Harmonious kicks off on October 1st. The other is Happily Ever After. Happily Ever After will have its final performance September 29th, 2021 in the Magic Kingdom. Now... This was something, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn over here, but we talked about this on the show. And I said, over in Speculation Nation, that it seemed to me that when Disney Enchantment started, that was going to spell the end for Happily Ever After because they have upgraded technology. They've added projection mapping all the way down Main Street. They've added perimeter launch points for fireworks. All these upgrades... So why would Disney go back to a show that had less technology and less effects after Disney Enchantment is done? The only effect that matters is the effect it has on my heart, Justin. (laughs) I know. I know. This is hard news to swallow. I love Happily Ever After. Don't, Don't get me wrong because, look... Wishes was the show that really, like, it struck a chord with me because uh, I took a couple of trips during Wishes' run. It was one that I I watched on YouTube over and over. That song was just, it was definitely stuck in my head. The the soundtrack for for Wishes, definitely, the, the whole thing had a place in my heart. So, I was skeptical when Happily Ever After started. But, Happily Ever After, for me, and I know this isn't true for everybody... Blew it out of the water. Like, it just it just really... I mean, I, I can tell you right now. You all know, if you're a long-time listener to this show, or maybe even a short-time listener, you may know, I'm a sensitive kind of guy. Happily Ever After makes me cry every single time. Not just once, multiple times. Correct, same. Yeah. It, I, you know. I fight it. It happens every time. Sometimes it's different parts. Sometimes I'm surprised. I'm like, oh, this it's the first time this part's made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, <sighs> where do I begin with this issue that I have with this situation? Everyone loved wishes, loves wishes, loved wishes, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care about other people. <laughs> I love Happily Ever After. Yeah. And, uh,. Can we discuss how short of a run this the show has had? We should. In the parks? We should. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we so should. we talked about because we did a fast pass standby snack break specifically about Magic Kingdom fireworks, and one of the things we learned was that when Magic Kingdom opened, the first fireworks show was called Fantasy in the Sky, and it ran for what a hundred years, and then Wishes replaced it and ran for another hundred years. <laughs> 
tragic. Both of Tragedy them very, very... has striked. Yeah, and then, so, on May 12th, 2017, Happily Ever After debuted. So, it only gets a four-year run. It's absolutely unheard of. I mean, there are shows that have had a shorter run. I think we talked about them in Epcot, like, especially like that date weird daytime show where there were dragons surfing around on World Showcase Lagoon. I don't know what was happening in that show. But there are definitely shows that have had shorter runs. But in terms of nighttime spectaculars, this is like... It's Rivers of Light level, like, short run. And it just doesn't make sense because... The only thing that I can figure is that... When they decided to make this new show for the 50th, they were like, okay, we're going to have this special show it's going to have all these enhancements and then once we do that like it's it's going to outdo happily ever after we can't go back to it and maybe they don't even know yet what's going to come after enchantment sure hopefully they do but ah, it is real it is real weird and it's sad because people like you steffers there are people that this is their magic kingdom show Mm-hmm. 100 percent. so this is my Not speculation, because I'm not one to speculate. But this is my hope. Okay. They have upgraded all of this technology for this new, quote-unquote, enchantment show. Yeah. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Keep the soundtrack to Happily Ever After. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just, you know, when the drop happens and the big boom, you just push the projections out to wherever they want the projections to push out in Main Street, whatever the heck they're doing. I don't even care. I'm going to be in front of the castle. No one cares. I mean, people care. I'm being just very angry right now. But I think the I can live with the projections changing, but the soundtrack. Jordan Fisher, where are you? Did what? Are you outraged? Because I'm outraged, Jordan Fisher. It's fine. I just... Four years is not a lot of time. No. For this show. With how great it is. And yes, d- uh, Enchantment could be phenomenal. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you add projections down a street does not make it phenomenal. You, you There are a lot of boxes you got to tick for me. Yeah. For this, for this new show. Just saying. Well, it's definitely going to be one of those things where it's going to have to prove itself. I mean, people are going to be skeptical. I think that Disney has, with every iteration of the Magic Kingdom nighttime show, it has outdone itself. I expect Enchantment is going to be great. I will be very sad that Happily Ever After is gone. But here's what I was thinking about the soundtrack. Unless they go, like, with a totally original soundtrack, Happily Ever After had, like, some of the most iconic music from, like, Disney films throughout the years. How could they not use it? They're going to have to. Yeah, like, add, uh, who's missing? All the all the new things that have just been released yeah. that have, like, soul. Add some jazzy stuff. Add some Coco stuff. Yeah, Coco. yeah I'm trying to think if Coco was in there. Like, just add on to it. Why you got to... Why you gotta be so mean, Disney? <laughs> Why you gotta be so rude? Yeah, rude. That's the that was the word I was looking for. Yeah, I I, I, I don't have the connection to wishes. I really yeah. don't. I was more Epcot Illuminations. Yeah, me uh, too. this is this is the level of betrayal I feel, Disney. 
I got to see one of the last Illumination shows, and uh, that really took a toll on me because I think I had the that communi- or communication, that connection to Illuminations, where it felt like I was saying goodbye to a piece of my Disney nostalgia that I'll never see again. You know, and it was yeah. You my know. dad loved that show. Yeah. So like, and I, I think a lot of people thought Illuminations was boring. For me, I loved it. It was like exactly what I wanted from a nighttime show. And you cannot, you can't beat. And I know Sam Monorail would agree with me. You cannot beat the post show of Illuminations either. Playing that post show music with the torches and World Showcase and just oh my god, epic! Like that is like peak Disney feels right there for me. And it, it's gone. It's not going to come back. And I don't like Harmonious. May be amazing. It, mm. it might be the. It might be the best Epcot show we've ever seen. It won't replace Illuminations in my heart. So what I know is, no matter how good Enchantment is, it's not going to replace Happily Ever After in your heart, Steffers. No, it will not. But maybe you get to create some new memories with Enchantment. And it'll it'll find its own place in your heart. Or, this is just an or, I can remain bitter. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm going to keep low expectations. That way they can exceed my expectations. Okay. I'm not going to go in. If I go in positive, it's not going to work out for me. Because I'll just keep comparing it. I got to go in clean slate. No hope. No uh See, yeah, no hope, really. See, this is why, if, if Epcot Forever has any positives I can say about it, it's that it was the palate cleanser between Illuminations and Harmonious. Because I know I'm going to like Harmonious more than I do Epcot Forever. I cannot disagree with you. Based off of what I've seen, I am not uh, really impressed with yeah. Epcot Forever. So, so what they really should do is they should do some kind of a crappy, like, okay, they never should have brought... Okay, this is going to be... Here's a controversial statement. If they were going to bring back nighttime shows knowing that Enchantment was starting on October 1st, they should have just done some random unnamed fireworks show in the Magic Kingdom and not brought back Happily Ever After. I think the problem with that... I would agree if we had time to say goodbye. We had time to say goodbye to Illuminations. Oh, that's true. That's true. It okay. Okay. There was also like farewell to Illuminations merch. If I don't see yeah. any goodbye happily ever after merch, I'm having words. Ooh, yeah, there absolutely should be. I've, I still that's my favorite magic band is my Illuminations, my farewell I'm, Illuminations. I magic band. my biggest regret was not buying a an Illuminations anything. So if anyone listening to this has the hookup. Oh. Please DM me. That's all I got to ask. You know what makes me sad? I got one of the um, those three-quarter length uh, sleeve. It's it's one of the pass holder Farewell Illuminations shirts. Uh-huh. And it has, uh, it's like figment blowing out the torch or whatever. <laughs> um, and the only, the only downside, you know how sometimes you get a shirt where the print is like kind of a little twisted? Yes. So, like, if you try to fold it, it doesn't fold right and stuff. That That's this shirt, and that makes me sad. But I'm happy I have it, and I'm happy I have my uh, Magic Band, which actually I lost in Epcot one day, and it returned to me, luckily. But, man, 
I, Someone is charging $500 for an Illumination Spirit jersey on eBay. That's a little um, much. I'm just going to say it. That's too much. Yeah, you don't say. So, happily ever after, we hardly knew ye. <laughs> so tragic. Guys, when I tell you, whoever is listening and doesn't know my backstory and my love for happily ever after... I got engaged during Happily Ever After, and it just hits all the nostalgic Disney movies that I know and love. Yeah. It just punches you in the gut. So, this one's hard for me. Tragic. Absolutely tragic, Disney. It's fine. Out with the old and with the new. Throw me away like a dirty sock. (laughs) Whatever comes after, I, here's what I think. There's going to be enough Happily Ever After DNA in Enchantment and then whatever comes after that there's going to be some carryover. I, I feel like they're probably still going to have Tink fly out of the castle. I feel like that's never going to stop happening um, for a nighttime show at Magic Kingdom or maybe they have several Tinks fly out of the castle. I don't know. Um, but it's just, it is. It's it's change and I, th- I think what you're experiencing with this Steffers is something mm-hmm. that um, a lot of us older folks have dealt with when it comes to Disney and, and we expect it to be this museum of our nostalgia and our childhood and our growth and it changes and it feels like we have to let go of like a personal piece of us when that happens and this one even closer to your heart being that you were engaged during Happily Ever After <sighs> it's fine so, so I get it. Okay. But I do think that there's going to be some connective tissue, and, and we'll just have to see. I'm sure that I'm going to cry during Enchantment, so uh, I, let's let's place even odds on that. It's probably going to be... Depends on the soundtrack. I'm going to tell you the music is what gets me. I'm not going to put my words in your mouth, but the music is what gets me, and there's just something about like the whole intro. It's like you know the magic is happening. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know what gets me most times during the show is, uh, for me, is love is an open door. Oh, yes. Yep. And um, the Hercules part, well, that's where Jackson yeah. proposed the Hercules oh. part. But it's that they put such good versions of those songs. Yeah. It's like a different spin, but it's still the classic that you know and love. Oh. I'm going to watch it after we're done with this, by the way. You should. You know what? Oh, this time, I told you, sometimes it's different pieces of it that make me cry. This last time that I watched it, the uh, the genie part, where he's singing, never, oh. never had a friend like me, I started thinking about Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. And it got me. Yeah. Well, his birthday was just a few, what's today? Yeah. A few days ago? A few days ago. Yeah. But I didn't even know that at the time. I, I guess it was just in the zeitgeist or something. Something spoke to me about Robin Williams, and I was sitting there listening to him, and I was like, oh, my God. Robin and just Williams, talking about it, talent. I'm getting verklempt right now. Oh, how are we... What like? Why did we end with this? I just... <sighs> because Ugh. we couldn't have started with it. I know, but... That's- <laughs> fine disenchant i mean not disenchantment see that's what's gonna happen the headline if it's bad it's gonna be disenchanted is what the headline's gonna be oh my god it's fine it's fine disney just do better 
we're not gonna oh, we're, we're not gonna do better than disenchantment. So, with that being said, I think it's time to take a little break, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers of all ages. You're gonna want to stay with us because in the second part of the show, we're gonna have a very special guest with her very own segment of the show. Who knows who it's gonna be? It's totally a mystery. I know that you're confused. I'm Don't, confused. Everyone is. Don't go anywhere because you're going to want to solve this and you're going to want to see what happens next. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the monorail. It is now time for a segment that has quickly become the people's favorite segment. It is absolutely demanded by the masses, and we have kept you from it for way too long. So let us get on with the program and get to the meat of this thing. In order to do it, I have to welcome in the... the the host of this particular segment. It's her segment. It's not my segment. It's her segment. So welcome back to the monorail. The mystery guest. It's Steffers. <laughs> <laughs> it's Steffers. Hello. It is me. Back. Hi, Steffers. I've been gone so long. It's so good. Good. It's so good and good to have you back. And Our margarita and tequila just hitting us I real think, nice on this on this part of the show. I think so. But, but welcome. Welcome to you and. I think it is time for another edition of Across the Universal with Steffers. Yay! That's that me. People are screaming, I'm yay! The crowd's going rock wild. The crowd. I can I can see the crowd now. It, it's Michael Matunde. <laughs> More Steffers! There might be other people, but that's the one. He got bigger, bigger muscles. It's yeah. fine. Well, he, hello. He could we, be your biggest fan. My biggest fan. That's the next shirt. Steffer's biggest fan. It's <laughs> fine. We'll t we'll discuss that offline. But it's been an exciting week. Two weeks. When was the last time I was here? I don't. It's, whatever. It's been a long time. Too long. Things have happened. Things have been announced. And my Halloween Horror Night love and heart can't take it anymore. We've had one, two, three, three announcements. Mm-hmm. Construction, construction happenings has occurred has occurred and while we are recording this today marks a hundred days till halloween wow wow uh, we are getting down to the nitty-gritty I, I think once you get to 99 days it's officially halloween season well <laughs> to all the theme parks probably yeah. because these events start literally what next month a, is boo bash like and weeks. then september 3rd is <laughs> halloween Horror night so we're all we're all here yeah it's happening i i know i mean we knew that the announcements were going to continue to come after your first appearance on the show well first first appearance of across the universal um you you you, you had mentioned that like july was the month for the big announcements for halloween horror nights and the first, I don't lie. Yeah, you didn't lie. You delivered. And I try. we had talked about, I guess, just at the time, Beetlejuice. 
Um, was that the only official announcement at that point? It was Beetlejuice, and it was Jack is back. Yeah, and Jack is back. Yeah. I think that was it. Okay. Announcements. Yep, that was it. Wow, we've gotten got some juicy stuff since then. A lot has happened. It's not so. juicy. It's not juicy because there was speculation, and my uh, my prediction is that a lot of the speculation is going to be correct, which is fine. I'm not mad, but I want real proof, people. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't we don't play around in the rumor game around here. We we just sometimes we'll do some speculation, but we we mm-hmm. like to we like to report on facts and, con- facts. and confirmed cool. confirmed stories. So let's talk about the houses. What additional houses have been announced? So the first one to be announced, and it was announced on July eighth, is the Haunting of Hill House. Ooh, That's house. A, that is a Netflix show. If you guys don't know, highly recommend. It is technically a a twofer. There's the Haunting of Hill House, and then the something some Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. I don't know why Correct. I said something when I knew it was haunting. <laughs> uh, the first, this, the Hill House is better than the Bly Manor. Says a lot of people. I don't know. I didn't watch the second one, but. There is going to be a bent neck lady, mm-hmm. a ghost in the basement, Ooh. and the tall man. Oh, my. And let me tell you, there's a teaser video with all these announcements, and then there's, like, house, like, uh, what's it called? Sneak peeks of the houses. Uh-huh. The facades themselves just look terrifying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was looking, and I don't know if it's the color red that just has, like, a really scary, like, vibe to it. But I, this is definitely going to be one that I might have to stand behind somebody. <laughs> Red is an ominous color. Um, Haunting of Hill House. So I like watching scary movies. I like watching scary shows. Haunting of Hill House, to me, was legitimately unsettling when I watched it. And when I heard that this was going to be a house, I was like, "What? why did I sign up to do this? Why? Because you love your friends. <laughs> I can't believe it. Because I'm going to be terrified. I'm going to hide behind you. Well, so this is the thing. This is like a side tangent that I'm just going to say. Say it. When the when the sun goes down, Steffers gets blind. <laughs> so what's going to happen <laughs> is I'm going to have to wear my glasses during this whole event. Yeah. And it not only makes me see clearly... But it magnifies oh. everything. Oh, boy. So, so being short, cute, and easily impressionable, <laughs> scare actors love me. <laughs> so we're going to have real problems. So maybe stand behind like Skipper Bob or, okay. or someone that's not me because <laughs> I'm gonna... my, my question is. Yes. This is my question. Bent neck lady. Uh-huh. I want to know what, where they're putting these people, these scary, these like icons, quote unquote, uh-huh. of the show. And if there's going to be multiple, or if it's going to tell the story of the show itself, because I know, like Stranger Things, it was it was more or less the story of yeah. the show, and then it just had like the the iconic things. Yeah. I don't know if they're going for scary and just make you poop your pants <laughs> or if they're going for like the theming as well. 
I'm hoping it's the theming and kind of telling the story of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a good marketing strategy, guys. Um, but also, this is a great opportunity to just be terrifying. I feel like when it comes to these sorts of houses that are based on either a show or a movie, my very limited experience and then exposure to the houses through either watching videos or reading about them has been they tend to tell like go through the story a little bit. Maybe maybe it's maybe it's more 50/50 than I know, but I do know in the Ghostbusters house last year or year before That's last, it was perfect example. It was it was going through the movie. Perfect example. I will say sometimes this this quote unquote theming or story gets lost. Okay. So it depends on how I guess how well they tell the story. So I guess that's more quality of the house than anything else. Yeah. But okay. That makes sense. We'll okay. stay tuned for that. That's scary. I think this is. I think this and Beetlejuice are probably my top to wanting to like see and do sure but of course they're probably going to be on like opposite sides of the park it's fine (laughs) it's fine i'll figure that one out later then on what date what date was this july 15th i wrote down the dates that these announcements came out because i'm serious about this business (laughs) we didn't get one but we got two house announcements we got the Universal Monsters, the Bride of Frankenstein Lives house yeah. announcement, yeah. and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house yep. has been announced. Universal Monsters, we kind of knew that was coming back, because mm-hmm. that was one of the, what was it, two or three that they previewed last year? What's What year are we in? Last year? Um, I thought that the Universal Monsters house that they did in 2019 mm-hmm. was very well done, And very, like, that was actually, I think, my favorite, if not top three, of 2019. So, I have high hopes for Bride of Frankenstein. Is that hope too high? Maybe. I like the preview for it. The little sizzle trailer that they put out. Like, it's it's interesting. It does seem like it's going to be a new kind of spin on the story a bit. Um, And... I mean, you know, Classic Monsters was one that we actually did in 2019, and it was scary to me. I loved it. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's exciting. I, I'm excited to see that one. Um, this one, I would say from the announcements that have come so far, maybe I'm downplaying it, but I'm like, I feel like I'm going to be able... Like, that one, I don't think I'll have to hide behind Skipper Bob on that one. I, think, I don't think so either. I think I'll be okay. I think, based off of the trailer, it'll be more, I don't want to say gore, but more, like... Cinematic kind of thing, like... Yeah, I don't think it'll be as, like, pop out in your face, like Haunting of Hill House will be. That's not the vibe I get. This is more, I think, just... More scenes and story kind of... Yeah. That's cool. I, I like how... I like that. I like to see stuff. You have to do, I I have to believe you have to balance it out um, and do both. Yeah. Some houses are just kind of throwaways and some houses are not. I don't, I, I'm not sure. I didn't go through this house last year. I think Skipper Bob did. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I have absolutely no opinion, but I have high hopes because it's Universal Monsters and the one in 2019 was fantastic. I mean... You know, and lady representation. Absolutely. 
Scary ladies. I mean, two for two on scary ladies. I mean... Haunting of Hill yes. House. Yes. I was I thought you were talking about me. Amber- <laughs> wow. <laughs> a little harsh. Um, the second house that was announced was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And if I'm being 150% honest, I've never seen it. You've never seen a Texas Chainsaw movie? Not one? No. Okay. She says, questioning her life now. Maybe. I've played um, a game where they have... Uh, where they have a masked man in it. This, this scary dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, the scary dude. Yeah. Um, and I can't play that game. So. <laughs> okay. I'm assuming this is going to be like what. Well, did they speculate Halloween? No, they didn't. So I'm assuming this is taking place of what we thought was going to be Halloween. Uh, okay. Like on terms of level. I know that uh, this was already on a speculation map. Yeah. But in terms of like theatrical stuff i think this is what they decided instead of doing halloween three whatever i kind of okay so that would be disappointing to me because i would prefer a halloween house i'm not going to disagree um texas chainsaw massacre is one of those that like i have seen those movies i haven't seen like the latest that i think it was just called texas chainsaw maybe i'm wrong uh but i haven't seen the like the reboot reboot kind of movies Here's the thing. I don't like in haunted houses when they start revving up chainsaws and they chase you with them. Sounds Ooh, like sounds like that's going to be definition of Halloween. <laughs> I know, but it sounds like that's going to be what this house is all about. Leatherface. That's the guy's yeah, that's the guy's le- thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're going to look at photos of Leatherface. Oh. <laughs> it's not pretty. Oh. Um, okay. So, you're going to have an issue with this house. However, it's hit or miss. You might, you, the Halloween houses don't always get me because you kind of know that they're coming and then they tie in like the theme music and then you kind of are just like, where's the scare? Yeah. So in some cases you can predict what's happening in other cases you might poop your pants. It's, (laughs) it's anyone's guess. (laughs) So we'll just have to see. Stay tuned. I will record Justin pooping his pants. I, I need no video made of me on this night. <laughs> we'll see. Um, and then there has been construction starting yep. despite lack of announcements. And there has been leaked photos. It's not really leaked because they kind of left the sign out for everyone to look at of a scary Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, like a billboard. So speculation states that there's going to be like a welcome to scary town whatever it's going to be called um that's going to be an original what's it called original house idea um i can post in the monorail fam and in our event for the monorail fam more background on uh scary ohio but typically the original houses are phenomenal Mm -hmm. recently they've they've grown over the years so i'm excited to see what they come up with uh, especially I kind of get WandaVision in my head just because of how like the whole taking over the superhero situation is. Um, but I just get creepy town vibes. Mm. It's fine. It's I mind control. Maybe everyone is a murdery neighbor. Okay. Maybe. Oh, I see. I, now I'm seeing what you're saying about WandaVision. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of just like a, 
Who knows? Anyone's guess? Well, you talked about, I mean, this being like an anniversary year for Halloween Horror Nights, and my reading up, because I had no idea what Cary, Ohio was, or Scary, Ohio, uh, in the research I was able to do about it, I... you researched. I'm so proud. I did, a little bit. I learned that this was this fictional town that they base a lot of their original stories out of, and, Mm -hmm. and I just wondered if maybe this would be a a way for them to bring back a lot of their classic characters like the ones that they've created and i mentioned to you when when we saw this i was like oh so the the only one that i like that i specifically read about at the time was the caretaker but Mm -hmm. last year when they released a lot of their merch in their uh tribute store they had glassware that had like all of their classic characters on them so, that's a very, I mean, that's very good speculation or a very good idea. Uh, the, on, the only thing is, is since it is a big year, I feel like they're going to do an like a icon house. So, in theory, they could still take the Scary Ohio and put the, the caretaker in that mm-hmm. and then focus on Jack and uh, what's her name? Creepy Grandma and, you know, other people. In the icon house, okay, it's hard to it's hard to say. Yeah, I know we're just because it is just easy playing around with ideas right now. I just it was a but thought it that is, came. To it mind. very could be. I mean, they could be putting the icons sporadically throughout. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? That would be really? interesting. Yeah, so like one shows up in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house or whatever. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I, no, I just mean like they could well. I don't think it would be Texas Chainsaw, but, like, in general, like, they could just have multiple houses and base it off of stuff that goes okay. along with the icon. Okay. So, may that's honestly not a bad idea in terms of they spread it out instead of shoving all of them in one thing and each room is, like, this is something of the icon. This person and this, yeah. Because it helps them develop the story. Now that I'm thinking about it, I would actually be bummed if they just shoved all of them mm. in a house and said, here's a room for Jack. Here's yeah. a room for Storyteller. Here's a room for Director. Yeah. Let's not do that. Halloween <laughs> Horror Nights. We're better than that. I had, I did have the idea when we talked about this before that maybe they don't have, like you said, like a, like a house with everybody in it. But what they do is there's like a tribute to each one of the characters somehow woven into each one of the other houses. Oh, I wish. You know. That'd be a good... My thing is, is they could do that with the original idea, like the original houses, but like the ones that are uh, IPs, I don't think that they can... Yeah, that's probably true. Mostly because I don't think they, like, in terms of them buying the rights and then them changing it based off of that. Yeah, you're right. I don't know the logistics of everything. No, that, no, that really makes don't. sense. That that it's like the people that are involved with haunting of Hill House would probably have to agree to allow them to yeah. change something, and it's like, yeah. But but plot twist: if they actually agree to that, and Jack pops up in the last room after the bent ne- neck lady and the tall man, I'm just saying, man, that'd, that'd be, be terrifying. Cool. I'd be scared, but it'd be cool. I'm already scared. (laughs) That's fine. Also, Mm -hmm. they started construction on the scare zones. We've had absolutely zero announcements on scare zones. One looks like toxic 
like uh, hazardous medical. I don't even know what it's called. Something spooky. Like biohazard. Some biohazard. That's the word. Thank you. This is why we're a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them had like a, a number on it. I believe it was like a number one. It's really hard to say. And a lot of them are covered. So typically the ones that are covered are maybe bloody, gory, like skeleton dead people. Mm-hmm. Or it just reveals something about the, the scare zone that you yeah. just can't see yet. I'm hoping we did not get an announcement this week that you're listening, which is last week for you. So hopefully this coming Thursday, the the people say that they give announcements on Thursdays. Hopefully on Thursday, we will have at least either another house or a couple scare zone announcements because this event literally starts in a little over, what is it? A month and a half. What day is it? Yeah, it's come. It's, it's going to be here before you know it. It's actually like, pretty wild. They haven't announced more already. That's what I'm saying. Like Disney has 50th emblems on their castle <laughs> and it's July and uh, their thing isn't until October and this starts in September and they have nothing out. I, I, some people say it's because they don't have enough employees. Some people say it's a, it's a money thing. I'm just thinking hmm. they're really making us sweat. Oh, this is this is an interesting thought because they definitely have to add staff for the Halloween mm-hmm. Horror Nights events. So could they be holding off on announcing until they know they can staff certain things? Because it could be that if you were to go on night one and I'm just this is just me playing around with an idea. It's it there's no this is not fact based. But if you went on night one, maybe you've got two scare zones because they could staff it, but if you went on night ten, there's three because they were able to staff up for that or something. I don't know. Um they very I mean they very well could do that. But that would cause an uproar in the it, community. Yes, it would because the people who went early on. But like, it, I honestly could be, and and to be fair, the only reason why I say that it could be a thing is like for food and wine or any of the festivals Disney does. Not all the booths are open right at the beginning of the event. Yeah, but you don't pay an additional fee to go to food and wine. <laughs> yeah, but Disney prices are already expensive, so that's true. I I don't know, but. I think you're that right. That was speculation. It We're could, speculating it couldn't people. be. See, people, it, it couldn't be like a whole house because people would be real upset about that. Like, whole. Oh, I yeah. went to an early event and th- then they added a house. Oh uh, yeah, no, they wouldn't. They're, do they're that. building. They wouldn't do that. Um, they, they also they have two houses that they haven't announced. That were not. We're all ninety five percent positive that they're doing anyway. The puppet theater. Yeah, which was leaked. Uh-huh. Whatever, whenever it was, and they just haven't confirmed. And then Revenge of the Tooth Fairy, but, yeah, Tooth Fairy. They reason, they like did they, that last year, right? They did. Yeah, it was one of the houses. That one, Bride of Frankenstein, and Beetlejuice were the houses. Yeah, so they should. They probably have that set still built. Yeah, I'm sure. So, I mean, those are two freebies that we kind of already know about. And then we're we're waiting on what they're doing with the icons because it's the 30th year. People are speculating creep show apparently. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, this map has honestly been accurate for a while now, so I'm going to go with this map. 
Um, so creep chose the idea, or and a wicked growth realm of the pumpkin. What that is, Steffers has no idea. Will a Linus character be in there holding a blanket waiting for the great pumpkin? That's what I want to know. Very well could be. Well, my goodness. There's still so much to come. It's crazy that we have no news about scare zones yet. There's also... Yeah, go ahead. Go do it. What did I mention? Do it. What did I mention? I mentioned a lot of things now. But, well, well, you haven't said this one yet, but I want it, But maybe this is what you're about to say, so go ahead. I was going to say that they're also doing work on the Fear Factor stage, but we have absolutely no idea what that show's going to be. We just know what it's not going to be. Yeah. So... Bill and Ted, I'm going to I'm going to keep putting this into existence. I know this probably won't be a thing, but that was a great show, and that's actually a show I stop and I make sure I see. You know, I don't do shows. That's a show step. We established that. So, I've never seen the Bill and Bill and Ted show. I'd love to see it. (sighs) Tragic man, tragic. Are there videos of that that I could see? There don't do they allow film? They might have it. I'll I'll look it up for you. I don't think that they really allow filming during the show because there's a lot of pop culture references that uh, might be sensitive for young audiences. Gotcha. Um, but I'll see if I, what I can find. But it was a great like sit down, laugh your butt off, have a like a good time kind of show, yeah. and they poke fun at literally everyone, and it's hilarious. So the Fear Factor stage is where they did Academy of Villains. Is that right? Yeah, so a cat. So when Bill and Ted was still around, Bill and Ted was there, and Academy of Villains was. Um, there's a stage that they set up by like where the crepe stand is now, mm-hmm. and then Academy of Villains took Bill and Ted's spot. Okay. After Bill and Ted left, and that was running to what has it been two or three years now? But that's not coming back. Yeah. Academy of Villains is not coming back due to problems. Erect- yeah, problems, differences, whatever. Yeah, so yeah, we knew Academy of Villains isn't coming back, but the fact that they're doing construction on the stage gives hope that there will be some sort of a show. I mean, there has to be. So why not? I mean, it's an anniversary. Bring back Bill and Ted. Do it. Do it. Or I will also accept a Beetlejuice show, like the Beetlejuice yeah, be re- review, rev- whatever, however, whatever the word is called. <laughs> like the old show that used to be where Fast and the Furious is. <laughs> okay. What a shame. What a shame to the establishment, that ride. Don't at me. It's not a good ride. I, I don't think you're going to get any ats on that one. Yeah. And all of these scare zones that are speculation. Yep. None are anything I know of, uh, except there should be a 30th anniversary zone. Okay. So spread out the icons down some street maybe what's a what is your uh like if you're talking about wedding anniversaries what's a 30th anniversary gift i want to i'm gonna a knife 30th (laughs) (laughs) i was just trying to tie it to scary um i'm imagining i can't even imagine really but um down the street where like born is i could definitely see that being like the icon icon row type because in front of Fast and the Furious is too tight. 
Why would you put it by Simpsons? I don't know. Did you find what it was? It's the pearl. The pearl is the gift you give on the 30th anniversary. All the icons are going to come out of a shell yeah. instead of a <laughs> they're pearl. Gonna, and they're, gonna be, they're all going to be in oysters. They're going to pop out. Oyster. What? A, I knew you guys. That's what I meant. I don't know <laughs> things anymore. There's, um, there's going to be a parade. Open... They're going to all be sitting in oysters. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, though. Uh, people speculate a creep show scare zone, but why would you do a creep show z- scare zone and a creep show house? So maybe one or the other. Yeah. Tara, Tara Kruntis? That's Cruentis? not how you say my last name. I, <laughs> it's not even close. It's a little shorter. Um, and then best of scare zones mashup. So this idea is actually not a bad one. Do like a, like a mishmash monster mash of mm-hmm. like, good scare zones i'd love to see an arcade come back oh i love that one that or was uh what's the other one that i really liked scrap the the trick-or-treat one was cute but it wasn't scary but all the ones with the with the chainsaws those are hilarious because when we were talking about this scared. before i made the mistake of saying that it was a walking dead scare zone but what i meant was zombie land when we were there um oh. And zombie, that was a good one because it's pretty cool to be able to see, like, they had all these different zombies walking around in different costumes. Like, you'd get, like, you know, the football player in their, you know, in their uh, letter jacket zombie walking around. You'd have, you know, you can wear pretty much anything turned into a zombie. And then you had the show on the stage where they were executing zombies. That was fun. Yeah, I liked that. And I also liked how they used the projections to to post the rules and stuff. And then they had the different, like, vehicles and carts and stuff. I just, I thought that was a good theme. It wasn't necessarily, quote, unquote, scary, but it was very on brand with the film. It was fun. You had zombies wandering around, which I feel like is is always fun. So, I I like zombies. I just. I I like zombies. Okay. That's fine. I'm not going to judge you for that. I hope uh, someday there is a zombie apocalypse because it'll give me an excuse to arm myself and um, I with all kinds of weaponry and I can't wait to practice my marksmanship. Um, so the moral of this story is do not make Justin angry because, <laughs> because during be like, such... Are you a zombie? <laughs> you won't know really if he's a zombie or a friend at this point. That's fine. I'm uh, not judging. I just want more announcements, Universal. Yeah. You like to torture us on social media, but I don't need a an hour-long video of snow, TV snow. I don't need it. I just need announcements, solid announcements, not the speculation stuff. Did they hide anything in the TV static? Or yeah, it, just it was like static? Jack, though. It was, they, it was just Jack, and they put stuff in the description that you had to decode. Wow. And that was a lot That's of work. Too much work. So stuffers did not do that. No. I, I do want to say one more thing. Yes. About this event, because it is coming off of a pandemic year. Uh, we talked about it the last time I was on briefly, or maybe we talked about it offline. But I wanted to put this in. If you purchased tickets last year, 2020, and then you did not request a full refund, you will be able to use those tickets for admission to this year's event okay that's good block 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 out dates apply and you should check the universal website for those because genuinely i didn't really realize there were blackout dates for that 
um, and access to the event may be restricted or unavailable due to capacity and other factors. So really just call the number and double check everything. But if you didn't ask for a refund, your ticket is still good to go. I would imagine that they're just going to block out the dates that are peak dates. That's what I think too. And otherwise they're going to let you come in because what harm does it do? You're going to come in, you're going to spend money. Um, and it's a little head count that they wouldn't have had there otherwise. So of course they're going to let you come in. Oh, speaking of spending money, I'm really hoping for an icon themed drink. Okay. They keep doing this like candy corn gross. Ugh. And I don't need it. Give me like a Jack the clown drink with a souvenir cup. You can take my money and then like discounted refills. You can take my money. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know what, why is that a problem? Can we just go ahead and establish right now, candy corn is gross. Candy corn I liked when I was five. Steffers has really uh, grown her taste since then, so I'm I'm on the Justin train with that one. Are there adults out there that like candy corn? Call the hotline. Probably. Probably, and people will be banging on our door. Well... I mean, Sam likes the candy corn Laffy Taffy. I think it's gross. I think anything... The only thing that I've ever had candy corn flavored that I actually was like, this is okay, are the candy candy corn M&M's, which I know... Why do you ruin an M&M? Well, it adds like a sweetness to it that I feel like candy corn doesn't typically have. So they just taste like oil. They're like oily, waxy. Yucky. I, you can craft with candy corn. I've crafted with candy corn. Yeah, it's it, it, helping. But it'd make a good. It'd make a good uh, if you were doing like a gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> See, we're on the same page. It's fine. Otherwise, mm-mm. so yeah, I'm with you. Give us a, a drink that's not a candy corn drink, and I'm on board. Yeah, they did too. I think two years ago, and I think both were terrible. So. And the blood bags weren't there. The jello shots weren't there. Come you know, on. There are certain things that I can't. When they start <laughs> when they start making treats and they look a little too gross, I can't do it. Because I'm very visual. Like, I'm very... So you're saying you won't drink a drink out of a blood I bag? Don't, Is that what I you're doing? I wouldn't. That drink was bad anyway, so you're not missing anything. I wouldn't but it's cool. do that. Looks cool. Yeah. That's fine. That's great. But I don't want to drink out of a blood bag. And, um, like, if they were to make a treat that was like a beating heart. Okay, I'm probably not going to eat that. A beating heart gummy. Yeah. Not going to eat that. It's a gummy. You're gross. It looks gross. There are also no announcements on a tribute store. Speaking of treats, because you know that there's always a treat room at the tribute stores. But I'm excited to see what they do with that. They also haven't announced more ticket. Like any other tickets other than the single night or the or the tours, still nothing on that. Okay. So, what are we doing, Universal? Come on, <laughs> it's already almost August. Typically, there's more out by the end of July. Hello, yeah, they keep, are you listening? They keep putting out some merch. Like they'll make some announcements and they put some merch out in the uh, that store that. Is the gift shop five and dime? Into, yeah, the five and dime, it, the one you go into when you exit Born and the makeup show. Yes, and 
they just released, while you're listening to this, I'm sure next week it'll change, but they released uh, a Beetlejuice shirt that looks absolutely terrifying. It's a hard pass for stuffers. You don't like that one? I well, saw, saw the Beetlejuice shirt that I have just has more of the characters on it, yeah. and this one just looks like if someone by accident ran into you and was looking at your shirt instead of your face, they would scream. <laughs> so. maybe, maybe that's what I'm going for. That's a hard pass for me, but I, they're all limited. So I've heard they're all limited. Once the stock runs out, the stock runs out. And I'm assuming it's because they're making room for more merch yeah. that they've created now that the 30th is official. Yeah. And they're just getting rid of stuff they had last year that was like, JK, we can't sell this. The Frankenstein shirt was cool. I wish I got that, but I've spent too much money on shirts. <laughs> Yeah, my, my husband doesn't like that very much. It's fine. Well, I'm not mad. I do like the tribute store. That's actually the one thing that all of us in the house can agree on. The you know the kids will say that they'll never go back to another Halloween Horror Nights and do the houses again, but they do like the tribute store. Although, Come although on. they don't trust that they won't be jump scared in the tribute store, they get. Nervous. I will confirm that typically you are. Typically, you are not scared in the tribute store. They make that a normal yeah. place, especially since they serve food and drinks. But it is very like intensely themed, so it wouldn't be a shock if something jumped out at you. But uh, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, they they, they get nervous about it. Um, I was gonna say to you, Steffers, that okay. I, there was a crack in McKenna recently where. Mm. She started to say something about kind of being interested in going for one reason or another. And I was like, I wonder if you were there, if Steffers wouldn't be able to talk you into going into the houses. And she was like, I don't know. So this was new because she had said she was never going, never going back. The, She's invited the to door, this the door uh, is monorail open. meetup of ours. The door, so. is, the door is open. McKenna monorail may make an appearance. I'm going to keep working on her. McKenna, I believe in you. I will hold your hand. I will put you in front of you in front of me while I hold your hand. <laughs> but I will hold your hand nonetheless. Yeah. I'm just saying. She'll be because I got a room at Cabana Bay. So the the kids are gonna be. And there's be the there. Jack experience. Yes. And man, I'm so excited. Oh yeah. My content creation loving heart. Is so excited for all this this photo opportunities. Oh yeah, there's going to be so much. It's going to be great. We're going to have a great time. If you're not part of the Monorail fam, then you don't know about our meetup because it's an exclusive event only for <laughs> Monorail fam people. So get on it. It's true. We even have a shirt and everything. We do. I bought my shirt. My shirt came uh, last week. This week, I don't know what today is, um, and it's cute. I've already have it washed and it's ready to go. Nice. So where are you guys at? They need to mm-hmm. get on the train or the monorail. That's kind of same concept, maybe. Yeah. Well, I have. Wait, I have one more thing. Yep. It's not Halloween Horror Nights related, but it's Universal related, yep. and this is across the Universal with yes, Steffers. A milestone was reached that I just want to give a little shout out. Oh. To the Velocicoaster, there are over 1 million people that are 1 million rides of the Velocicoaster already. And it's only been open officially, like, not that long. So, we love you, Velocicoaster. (laughs) And congratulations on a million. They should put up a sign just like uh, McDonald's, over a million served. 
Oh, that'd be so cute. <laughs> yeah, Universal do that with little dinosaurs. <laughs> we can make it happen. They listen to this show. You know they do. Well, I mean, I do. that is awesome. Um, I mean, the good thing about this is it's an awesome new ride, and it's not one that constantly breaks down, which tends to be a problem with some of these new rides, including Hagrid and Rise of the Resistance. Wow. Okay, bees on Hagrid's. That wasn't the only problem. Shh, that was the only problem that matters. Maybe. But I yeah, don't know. It is funny that it got infested with bees. That's pretty good. Not once, but I believe two or three times. That's pretty good. I like that. And, and the thing is, bees, you got to be careful with bees. People, people get real sensitive about what you do with bees. Yep, they do. And let's just say there were a lot of opinions, and I'm just glad that the bees aren't there because I don't like flying anything. I don't like insects. I don't like bugs. I don't like well, snakes. What if they just wanted to be a magical creature? They want then, then they can go on the end of the ride where there's a thing that I'm not going to spoil. They wanted to be part of the ride, I think. Yeah, that's fine. That's, they can go somewhere else. But I will say on Velocicoaster, you can roll back if you don't have enough momentum. I know. I would love to do that someday. I, ho I hope I get a chance. I, I want to ride with a lot of heavy people. So it let's put together a whole train full of heavies and let's go do this thing. I want to roll back. Um. Okay. Anybody who wants to do that can reach out to Justin. Stuffers likes the normal ride as it is. Yeah, you get its bonus ride. No, 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 no. Backwards is the part I don't like on a ride. <laughs> Like, the mummy is as long as I can go backwards. Well, I guess Everest is longer. Everest is as long. That's all I can do. Everest before. is about my limit on backwards. See? That's like going up a thing and then down. Who? No, no, no. No, no. First Everest. No, no, no. <laughs> I do want to ride it at night, though. It is good. It's a totally different thing at night. You don't get to see as much of the, like, uh, raptors that are, like, in the enclosure and all that because it's just dark. I but. won't be able to see anyway because I won't be wearing my glasses. Yeah, you, you wouldn't have the glasses on. But uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't see it. It's a little too dark. But uh, it's very thrilling. It's good either way. It's a great ride. Do it. Yeah, go do it. And um, then, you know, maybe, maybe you can help them reach that next milestone of a billion that's a little dramatic, One Justin. billion riders. That's just a... It, how long did it take them to reach a million? A month and a half. Well, no, because... Well, I don't know if they're counting from grand opening or if they're counting from technical Preview. rehearsal. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the real it'd be question. interesting to know because then you just that times a thousand, however long that takes, and then boom, we're at a billion. That's... Well... So, like, what I'm saying is, like, if it's, like, three months, okay, so it's going to take a while. <laughs> I'm not saying it's tomorrow. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, Justin can have that one. It's fine. So, anyways. All right. Well, Steffers, you talked about your content creating heart. Let's let people know where they can follow you so they can see all of your content creations. Okay, I don't I don't have a song like Landon does, but I really should come up with one to compete with him. <laughs> but I am on Instagram, Adventures with Stuffers is my handle. My Twitter is AsianZing95 because I Adventures with Stuffers is way too long. And you can check out my blog, website, all the things, adventureswithstuffers.com. And if you forget any of that stuff, 
you can find a link to Steffer's website on the morningmonorail.com website. Oh, yes, you can do that. Also, there's a link to the Morning Monorail podcast on my website in case you happen to forget what show you're listening oh, to. Oh, wow. You could just go back and forth all day long. <laughs> Give us all the clicks. Be, I'm just saying it would help a girl out and a guy out. It'd be a fun game for you. Just be like, wait a minute. I'm going in circles here. But I mean, that'd be fun for me. Great content either way. And uh, Steffers, once again, fantastic segment. So glad to have you as part of the monorail team. bringing the universal knowledge that we don't have. And I'm looking forward to more announcements. We're going to have to have you back real soon. I mean, the people love me, so... It's true. Yeah. It's true. You bring in a whole younger demographic. (laughs) Uh, Sure. Let's go with that one. Well, for those of you who got here, you know, maybe you just heard Steffers was going to be on the show and you'd never even heard of us before. Uh, You can follow us on all the socials. We're at Morning Monorail pretty much everywhere. Morningmonorail.com, as I mentioned. If you want to email us, mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. Because we old school. And we have voicemail that you can call. Don't forget the T Public Store. And don't forget that you can join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Morning Monorail. Where we are giving you bonus content every single month. At least two bonus episodes per month. At least two videos per month. For Silver and Gold members, you get a live Q&A. And other benefits that... You'll just have to check out the tiers. We got three tiers. Check them out. Pick one and be part of it. That's all I'm asking. Last thing I wanted to do, because I had it on the list, was that we got a brand new iTunes review. And if you give us a five-star review, I'm going to give you a shout out because I think you're five-star for doing it. This one comes from a listener called Nova Listener. (laughs) Five stars. Headline is great. Do you think they were eating a bowl of Frosted Flakes? Wait, was this Tony the Tiger? (laughs) Frosted Flakes. And the detail of that review says, Favorite WDW pod. That's very thoughtful. Thank you, Nova listener. I appreciate you. Nova listener sounds like new. Doesn't Nova mean new? New listener. So Do I need to Google it again? No, nah, we're just going to say that's what it means. Okay. Yeah. But thank you so much. Any five-star review, you're going to get a shout out here. And uh, we definitely appreciate it. It helps us in terms of visibility, other people finding the show, getting the word out. Another thing that helps us is if you tell your friends that you're enjoying the morning monorail, you want them to listen to it. You got somebody taking a trip. You know, one thing we could do is if you have any questions, you want some tips. Somebody in the morning monorail family just yesterday on Facebook asked for a recommendation about where we thought they should try to set up to watch the fireworks in Epcot. They didn't take our advice, but at least they asked. And we provided immediate feedback. So, I mean. Since stuffers can do Universal, don't think you're limited to Disney. That's true. I mean, if if you want to, if you want to ask specifically to Steffers, she is Mm -hmm. in the Morning Monorail family on Facebook. She'll see it. Mm -hmm. And uh, she can help answer those questions. I'll throw out an answer. It may not be a good one, but I'll do it. And then she can correct me. And don't forget, it's pronounced... Hikama, not Gkama. Correct. <laughs> per Google. Per Google. All right. Thank you all so much for listening once again. I appreciate each and every single one of you. 
I hope you're having a wonderful July. Hope you are gearing up for the Halloween season because you know we are. Before we go, I got to say, make sure when you're in the parks that you thank a cast member. Cast members make the magic. Make sure you tell them you appreciate it. Be excellent to each other. Speaking of Bill and Ted. I know. Quality. And party on, dudes. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. You can find us on the socials at Morning Monorail. The website is morningmonorail.com and the email is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail 407-917-2144. Thank you so much for being part of the Monorail family. We'll see you next time.